This is the Root Advice Podcast with TikTok influencer Rudy A. Divorced after 16 years of marriage and single at 39, I share my mistakes and experiences to help your marriage improve your dating life and prepare you for life after divorce. What is up, everybody? Happy New Year. This is the first episode of the Root Advice Podcast for 2024. I hope everyone's doing well. Um, I'm sorry I didn't do an episode earlier last week because, believe it or not, I don't know if you know this or not, but my entire family got COVID for Christmas and it really sucked. <laughs> it really did suck. Uh, my fiance got it first, then me, then my son, who's only a year old, and then my mother, soon to be mother-in-law. So Christmas was a living hell. And I don't know why I've had COVID maybe three or four times, but this particular strain, it took a lot out of me. So it took a lot of rebounding to get back in the, the, the lungs working again and so forth. So I'm feeling hundred percent again, my voice is back. So tonight we're going to be talking about affairs and will, will he leave his wife for me? Um, I tried, I, I talk about this topic a lot again because of my notoriety on TikTok and how it all started. Uh, me telling the world on the internet that I cheated on my ex-wife back in 2008. And that's a, how this whole account started. Of course, I've learned from my mistakes and I would never do it again especially with my fiance. I've definitely learned a lot about the mistake and I share the mistake and perspective for everybody to learn from, to avoid it and to catch the signs for not running into that problem because it truly destroys families and it's a horrible, horrible choice to go about doing. But somebody sent me an account for a woman on TikTok who's gone super viral. Her account handle is called, Will He Leave His Wife For Me? And I hadn't heard anything about this, but she has gone viral because she is sharing her testimony and her story on how she was at one point a mistress uh, to this guy, her perspective and how she felt. And her account at one point had 150,000 followers. It's funny. People, they may hate the topic. They may hate what you're saying, but they'll follow you. That's what happened to me. And she was banned. She had, like I said, she had 150,000 followers. Uh, hello, everybody on TikTok. What's up? And she was banned. She was reported for bullying. And uh, now she's starting a new account at 5,200 followers is where she's at right now. And she apparently did, in fact, get this man to leave his wife for her. And they are now in a, in a long-term relationship. Apparently, this happened a long time ago. And that got me thinking this would be a good topic to discuss. But if you haven't seen her video... Let me go ahead and place right now for everybody. This there's very limited videos for her that are out right now because again, her main account was taken down and all of her videos are destroyed. But this is the one that people are sharing. This is not her original video. This is a, a stitch with a green screen. So let me go ahead and play it. The title of this video is called "Having an Affair During the Holidays," which I've spoken about on my channel as well. So let's go ahead and get that started here. And again, if you're watching on TikTok, please do me a favor, share the screen, tap the screen. Uh, I need to see some hearts here. I don't have any hearts hit. I'll start tapping it myself. Be sure to follow me and share this with other people. Again, we're going to be talking about affairs and cheating. And I'll share also back how my mindset was back in 2008 when I had mine, just to kind of give everybody perspective on what a man's thinking when he does this. But let me play her video so everybody can hear where she's coming from. When I was in the affair, I felt fairly emotionally and financially supported. I felt like my affair partner was available for me most of the year, maybe except for 
birthdays and of course the freaking holidays. It really felt like a piece of my heart was missing because it was. (laughs) He still did really good about seeing me like Christmas morning, things like that. But it just was not the same because I had to go home without a partner. Like, (laughs) you know, my mom was like, aren't you dating someone? Where are they? I'm like, they're with their wife. How do you explain that? Um, Communication often slowed down. They were less available. And that was when I really felt like a mistress. Because you were. Hello. Okay, so that's a video that's that's really just left from her account. And I did some research and looking it up. And she's actually, I don't get the value in this course, but she is actually selling coaching sessions. She is selling coaching sessions with her own program. It's priced at $150. The title of this program is called Mistress to Empress, The Path to Healing and Self-Rediscovery. Introducing Mistress to Empress Transformative Three-Week Program, meticulously crafted for women navigating the turbulent waters of being the other woman in an affair. (laughs) Sorry. Wow. (laughs) This is insane. Okay. So uh, we have a mistress at one point selling a course on how to be a mistress and how to handle the turbulent waters of being the other woman in an affair. This self-guided journey empowers you to rediscover your sense of self-cultivate unshakable self-love through expert guidance, introspective exercises, and accountability tools. Wow! You'll gain the tools and resilience to thrive amidst uncertainty. My Lord, embrace your own worth and embark on your path of self-discovery, empowerment, and personal growth. Take control of your narrative and emerge from the shadows with Empress, uh, with Mistress to Empress. Can you believe that? That's amazing. (laughs) That's amazing. Okay. That's uh, this sounds like a gimmick. I don't know. I truthfully, yes, let's let's acknowledge the simple fact that yes, there are a lot of women who, again, may not approve of being of cheating. I mean, everybody hates cheating, of course. Let's that's that's a dead giveaway, but apparently it happens a lot. And again, when I did confess my story on TikTok many years ago, back in 2020, I had just uh, an abundance of emails from women. Uh, all over the world, just saying, yes, I did the same thing. I cheated on my husband. I don't know how to get over this. So let's acknowledge the fact that, yes, as much as people and women hate this, hey, Dr. Kathy, everybody, I'm going to have Dr. Kathy on my podcast, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. So I'm looking forward to that. We'll be talking about cheating and affairs. So that's going to be fun. I've been meaning to talk to her for a long time. Hello, Monica. Good to see you. So again, let's acknowledge that cheating does happen. Again, it is a choice. uh, But when people say, Yes, it's a choice. Granted that I had done it myself. I want to acknowledge that you're not in your right mind when you make this choice. You are in a very lonely, desperate, emotional place. Does that validate the choice? No, but I'm telling you, everybody in their sound mind right now who was in a good place would not obviously make this choice. Nobody would. But when you are in an emotionally vulnerable place, desperate for validation from somebody, desperate to be seen, desperate to be heard, and just just appreciate it for the person you are, especially when you haven't had that in years, you make stupid choices like I did. 
Okay. So again, it, cheating does happen. But having said all that, I, I would never sell a course on how to be a Sancho. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So I don't see the value in selling a course. Um, there may be women and kudos to her for having the hustle and the drive to do this. It takes balls, in my opinion, to even try to sell a course like this. But I would never sell a course to men on how to be a Sancho and how to be the other guy or the, the dick in the box. You know, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that at all. But kudos to her. But yeah, so again, since she's gone on TikTok, her account again, at, which was at one point at 150,000 uh, followers was banned and, re and removed. I get that. I've been banned six times on TikTok myself. So it just happens. And she's been reported numerous times. But so again, I get how she's kind of maybe going, going away until the smoke clears. But it, it brought up a great topic about cheating and affairs. And I wanted to share that with everybody. Now, first off, will he leave his wife for you? More than likely, no. But I did put a poll out there on my Facebook page and I put it on Facebook because my Facebook followers are always the most vocal. They shared novels of just information over to me and I put the poll up there. Has anybody ever known of a successful relationship or marriage that started out as an affair? And I had over 200 people vote in. And according to my Facebook poll, this isn't thousands of people, right? This isn't like a scientific survey, but according to my Facebook poll, 19% of people said, yes, they do know of people who, again, cheated on their spouse, husband, or wife, and then ended up in a lovely marriage or relationship with somebody. And a lot of women said, yes, my dad did that to my mom, or my mom did that to my dad. So yes, it does happen. And in my opinion, that's, it's a very rare exception. Because again, how can you start a relationship on that type of footnote? I don't see how there can ever be trust in that regard. I truthfully believe that. But coming from my perspective and what I learned, hey, what's up, Andy? What's going on, everybody? Everybody, please share. Uh, tap the screen. I'm barely at like, I'm, I think those are my 400 hearts right there on the screen. But tap the screen, share the live. We need more engagement here. Again, we're talking about affairs, cheating, and will he leave his wife for me? Now, to my own story back in 2008, in my horrible, weak-minded mindset and, and the horrible place I was in, the idea crossed my mind, but I knew I would never do it because when there's kids involved, you put them first. You love your kids above more than yourself than your wife or husband. So all of your decisions tend to be circled around them. So most men honestly won't leave you, leave their wives or their families for the Sancho. Uh, a lot of reasons come about. Like, for example, believe it or not, I had a few friends of mine who were the other woman this past year. And they told me what they were doing. I kept telling them, stop. He's not going to leave you. I know he's promising you the world. I know he's telling you you're everything I've always wanted. You're the spiritual person I've been looking for. You're the sexual, you give me the sexual energy, the attention, everything I wanted. I know what he's telling you. Cause I've said that before, but I promise you, he's not leaving his wife for you because you know why the holidays are coming. He's not going to leave during Christmas. He's not going to leave Thanksgiving. And he's not going to leave in January because of tax time. And then there's going to be birthdays and vacations. There's always going to be something that comes up where he's not going to leave. It's just excuses. You're just his side piece. You're, you're fulfilling a fantasy that he has always wanted and that you're fulfilling because you're the other woman. You're doing things in bed with him that he's begged his wife for years to do. And you're doing it like, and you love doing it. Okay. You're fun. You're engaging. You aren't bitter. You aren't pissed off and angry all the time. You, you're just a fun person to be around. 
And that's all he's doing. He's siphoning that life energy from you to fulfill that need he has. But he's never, ever going to leave his wife or you. And again, there is, a, according to my poll, the 20% chance that he may do that. But why put yourself through that? Truthfully, why? It's not going to happen. It truthfully isn't going to happen. Now, I, I've had many women, like this is, this is not a new topic for me to discuss. I've had many women send me stories and a lot of them told me, that the common denominator in all the stories that I heard was they were personally looking for that type of relationship because they had that avoidant attachment style. In other words, they weren't looking for something long-term. They were looking for that quick thrill. They were looking for the attention, the gifts, the money, the, the great SEX. That's all they wanted. And they didn't want anything serious. And they knew they can get that from a, a, a man, a married man. Now, and a lot of them also confessed the moment they brought up that, you know what, I'm, gonna, I'm thinking about leaving my wife for you. That's when they stopped and dropped the ball and said, you know what, we're done. They broke up with them. So again, the chances of that happening is not likely. But I did look up an article here regarding cheating. Uh, and does having an affair lead to a, an abundant, healthy relationship? And I'm going to read that to everybody real quick. And again, uh, please tap, tap, it sounds also weird, so funny. Tap the screen. If you don't mind, let everybody know we're talking about this. And okay, this article here is titled, uh, let's see, what do we have here? Do relationships from affairs really last? And let's go ahead and start with the foundation of a relationship from an affair. Affairs start differently for most long-term healthy relationships. Uh, they're generally born out of a dissatisfaction from, uh, with one or both partners current and current relationship. Uh, part of the appeal is that it's forbidden, illicit, and overly romanticized. I can attest to that. That's absolutely true. That is 100% true. It's like the forbidden fruits. You're doing something that's wrong and it's like adds more to the excitement. The other woman or man is seen as ideal, intriguing, and possibly mysterious. That is also true. And they represent all the things that the person cheating feels their relationship with their spouse is missing. Everything I just said. Often it's the lack of intimacy or an absence of romance that are blamed initially. An affair addresses unfulfilled needs of a person, things that are their current relationship isn't providing. Usually that is emotional, sexual, and spiritual satisfaction or desire to have fun. And again, this is like a, a, a professional article and it's reinforcing everything I just said. Honestly, ladies, you want the truth, guys, everybody who's watching, you want the truth. You want to, you want to know how to have to never be in a situation where your wife cheats on you or your husband cheats on you. Stay fun. Just be a great person to be around. Keep the SEX exciting. You know, always look to innovate new things, stay sexy for each other and just be, be that fun couple that you were when you dated, when you turn into a bitter SOB, like if the guy's just hates life, he's always bitching about politics and just becomes a totally negative type of person. Your spouse may cheat on you. Ladies, if you're just bitter and angry, don't want to do anything fun, you're just let yourself go and you're just angry all the time. Granted, maybe he's the source of some of those problems, but again, you need to talk those out. But again, that's how it usually starts. You're not having fun with each other no more. There's no emotional connection no more. You're not each other's cheerleader anymore. You're each other's critic and uh, maybe bully. You're always picking on them for not doing the right things or not listening to them. You're always criticizing them. Don't do that. It's not ladies. For men, it's not always just the sex. It's how you treat us. I've said that many times. 
if you're just belittling us, you know, just always criticizing what we say or maybe decisions we we make and we lost all power in the relationship. Yeah, we'll go somewhere else. It's going to happen. Uh, I know it's not supposed to, but it, we're all human. And these are the same reasons that women do as well. I was unseen. I never felt like he looked at me. I could never talk to him. I, he never heard me. I never felt heard. These are all the same reasons. They're human needs. So again, if we just actually met those needs for our partner, I don't care how many years we're married, it's, it won't happen. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. And I'll get to the comments here, everybody, okay? I'll get to the comments here in a bit. Okay. Um, whatever those unfulfilled needs may be, an affair offers an escape from reality, from the daily grind and responsibilities. That is probably the biggest one. It's like this fantasy this expectation because you're meeting them at lunch during work and you're looking forward to that excitement because it's a break of the routine. You know, you've been doing the same thing for, I don't know what years now it's boring. You go to bed, you're tired, you're exhausted. And there's a spark of excitement that comes about. So yes, it becomes like a dopamine drug. It becomes like crack. You, you get hooked to it. You absolutely get hooked to it. So it, it can be very dangerous. This is where the problems begin. Whether it's an emotional affair or a sexual one, relationships that start as affairs are not built on a strong, honest foundation. They are built on fantasy, deceit, and a desire to escape. That is 100% correct. For this reason, the partners involved in the affair don't typically see the other clearly. Let me repeat that. For this reason, the partners involved in the affair typically don't see the other clearly. Or really, the uh, or, or excuse me, or really even know the other person very well until they've made a life-altering decision to take things from the affair to a full-scale relationship. Once they do, they are often there is often a dis unpleasant discovery about compatibility, personal habits, uh, financial discussions, mortal uh, morality, and belief systems. So you see how it's just an illusion because you're only you're only seeing this person. On their good days, they're seeing them dressed up. You're seeing them, you know, in that fun type of atmosphere. There's no kids crying in the other room. There's no bills. There's no stress about life that you have to pay or maybe resolve with one another. So that is why it's just a fantasy. It's not the full reality. There's no dirty clothes or dirty dishes. There's no tasks. You know, you don't have a sick child in the other room. It's just you two. It's kind of like that dating atmosphere where you had no responsibility. So again, you're forgetting it's an escape from all of that. That is why you do it. Hey, Desi, what's going on? That is why it's fun. But again, once you take it to the next level, level, it says you discover unpleasant discoveries about compatibility, personal habits, morality, and belief systems. It, then the real the reality comes crashing in. And that's why most of them don't tend to go and become healthy relationships, to be completely honest. Um, and then you have to consider the, the negative effects. Let's say a man does decide to leave his wife, right? For, for this other woman, the Sancha. You, you run the risk of alienating your kids and having your kids turn against you. Your kids will never see you again. They'll never forgive you for breaking mom's heart. They'll never forgive you for ruining the family because they don't know the, all the details. They don't know exactly what mom had done or what you had done. So your kids are never going to forgive you and the kids are never going to accept this other woman. Eventually, maybe over the years, yes. They will accept this other woman and look at her, but they'll never call her mom or stepmom. They'll never respect her. It may be 10 years down the road, they eventually will, but you run the risk of losing your, your children, the things that mean the, the most to you. And is it really worth it? I don't know. But to some men, 20% of men out there, 19% of men, 
and women, it is, it is. And some of the people that have, there's actually, um, a few people like, um, I've talked, I've had family, you know, family, that's, that's, a, that's a forbidden topic with family. Right. But we all know of that one cousin or Theo or Thea or aunt who it was at one point, the Sancha, everybody has a family with that story. Right. And everybody always talks about her behind her back or behind. It's usually the woman. Right. And they usually talk about her behind their back and they always say negative things about her. And they always, they never really accept her. She's always going to be that other woman. So if from a woman who is having an affair with a married man, is it worth it? Honestly, is it worth it? Is it worth it always being labeled as that type of person that you took, you took this man away from his family. You ruined the relationship he had with his children and you're there. Granted, you're happy, but any family events, birthday, graduation, any milestone event with your family, you're never going to be respected. And like I said, maybe eventually they'll accept you, but they'll never respect you. They'll never do that. So again, I, I just don't see the value in doing that. I'm glad mine back in, again, I want to say 2008, cause I just, maybe the distance doesn't even matter, but I'm glad mine didn't work out because again, it was an illusion. It was never real. It was just, it was just a fantasy. So complete total fantasy. Uh, now let me go ahead and read this one part when it comes to uh, trust. It says trust and affairs, a relationship based on an oxymoron. Okay. Trust is one of the cornerstones of a strong relationship without trust. There is all, there will always be problems, of course. And from the moment a person makes a choice, yes, a choice to have an affair, they've shown they can't be trusted. And again, I want to be clear, as I stated earlier, the choice, yes, but again, you're not in your right sound mind when you, when you make this choice. You, you truthfully, you're not. You're, you're in a weak, vulnerable, lonely place, and you're not thinking straight. You're making stupid decisions. Like when people are incredibly depressed, they become destructive in many ways. You know, so again, I want to be clear. It is a choice, but again, you have to consider the mental state the person's in. They're not in their sound mind, Okay. Claiming it just happened or I didn't mean to doesn't hold water, nor does blaming your partner and accusing them of pushing you into it. Uh, there's cause and effect with that. I, I believe there's cause and effect for that. If, a, if a, there, there, there's, there's some kind of accountability on their end to push somebody. Now, if they did it and things were great, that's an entirely different story. But there is means to an end. There, if for every cause, there is an effect on that. Those things are really just ways of avoiding taking responsibility. No, the, uh, that person should always take responsibility. Making the choice to break a commitment to someone else automatically brings uh, trustworthiness into question. Of course, uh, they are trying to establish a healthy relationship on the back of demonstrating broken trust. It will be an uphill battle. It definitely will. There will always be the nagging worry that it could happen again. Absolutely. And that's why, believe it or not, I don't know if many of you know this, but most marriages, and again, you don't see this on social media. You don't see this publicly. I mean, many people don't talk about it because there's a shame in admitting this, but there's many men and many women out there who are married, who have been cheated on their husband cheated or the wife cheated, and they chose to stay. Most time it's for the kids. They don't want to implode the family. They want to stay together, but they'll never admit it publicly because the shame they'll get, the ridicule they'll get. You're, sta you're staying with him. You're staying with her. She cheated on you. How can you stay, man? Oh, you're a stupid man. You know, you, um, so not only do you have the shame and hurt 
you know, the pain of your spouse cheating on you. Now you have the shame from outside sources pointing the finger at you and calling you weak and calling you all these names and thinking less of you. That's why you don't, that's why you never hear that side of the story on social media. Because again, think of a dude on social media, on TikTok, if he said, yes, my wife cheated on me, but you know what? I love her. We're going to make it work. Imagine what the comments would be. Beta, simp, all these horrible things. Just insulting the guy. When the guy truly is just, he loves his wife. He's going to try to work it out. And he's going to try to do the best thing, the right thing for his kids instead of getting divorced. So that is why you never hear that side of the story. But, but, but most people who are married and, and an affair occurs, they'll stay together. They will. Okay, let's see. What do we leave off here? If you're trying to establish a healthy relationship on the back of demonstrating broken trust, it will be an uphill battle. I read that. There will always be a nagging worry that it could happen again. Even if you feel like the match made through the affair is the one or your soulmate, trustworthiness will always be in question and suspicions will arise anytime problems and stress on the relationship occur. Yeah, we can't belong together with suspicious minds. That's my favorite Elvis song. <laughs> we cannot feel our dreams with suspicious minds. So when an old friend I know <laughs> comes by to say hello. <laughs> Will you see suspicion in your eyes? <laughs> Sorry, I love Elvis. What can I say? Hey, Troy McClure, what's up, man? Thanks for joining. I do feel 100% better, man. I'm back. My voice is back. I feel great. So I'm starting to work out again, so I feel good. Thank you so much. So here we go again, asking where I've been. <laughs> God, now I got that song on my head. Suspicious Minds is a great song. Elvis Presley. Go check it out, everybody, okay? <laughs> But yeah, so um, there you go. There you go. Uh, let's see here. What else do we leave off here? Sorry, Elvis distracted my mindset. This is ADHD live right here for everybody to see. Is your partner cheating? How do you uh, learn how to know? It is also likely that a feeling of shame and embarrassment will follow the couple with a relationship who's with a relationship that began as an affair. I touched on that already. Answering the question, how did you meet? Can you imagine that? Oh, how did you meet? Yeah. Um, why we met at work. What can you say? Answering the question, how did you meet, will never be a comfortable one. Even if you spin it to try to hide the fact that your relationship started through an affair. Uh, the fact that it will always be uncomfortable, to be honest, about the way your relationship began can erode the, an already shaky foundation. This isn't to say the relationship that begins as an affair have absolutely no chance in lasting, but they have to do every little steep. They have to have uphill battle while they're doing this. Excuse me. The truth is that most marriages that begin as affairs will end up in divorce, whether it's trust issues, stressed, being shunned by the family and friends. I've touched on that. The fact that you never really knew the other person, all those things making a relationship that started through cheating a work is really hard. There you go. Well, there's a pinned comment here. Thank you. Uh, let's see on TikTok. I have a comment here. When it comes to cheating, what's up with all these girls that allow it? That's a valid point. They don't ask questions. That's a valid point. And, and again, speaking from my own personal experience, when I admitted my fault back in the day, back in 2021, 2020, so many women attacked me. But again, the, at the same point, I had a lot of women message me and email me saying that they cheated or they were, they were seeing a married man. So it's, it's funny. 
it's frowned upon, but it's also part of the norm. I hate to say norm, but if if you've seen the volume of confessions and emails in Texas that I get from people, you'd be surprised. It, it happens. It, it, it happens all the time. So uh, the best thing to do is to avoid it. And like I said, if you want to avoid having your man look elsewhere, ladies, again, I've said this many times. You may not like hearing this, but I've said this many times from a man's perspective, be yourself. The, the woman you were when you first met, that fun, loving person who was just cracking jokes and fun to be around, who was witty and charming, stay that person. And again, this goes both ways, okay? I'm, I know it's go, it goes both ways. Stay that charming person. Stay sexy for each other. He needs to stay sexy for you. You stay sexy for him, okay? I'm not saying for you to be those IG models. I'm not saying anything like that. Just be sexy for each other. Dress up for him. Guys love visual beauty. Most times, Asancha is going to be prettier, right? Because maybe she goes and gets her nails done and gets her hair done. I don't know. But again, stay visually, like dress up for him every now and then. Guys love that. Uh, the bedroom, don't let it get boring. Again, and it goes both ways. If he's horrible in bed, tell him. You know, hey, I don't like how it's just one-sided. I'm only doing you. What about me? You both have to communicate to evolve in that space. Because we've all, anybody who's been in a relationship more than three years, four years knows it gets stagnant and you got to reinvent things. You got to introduce toys, whatever movies. I don't care what it is, role-playing. You have to keep it fun. And, and imagine five, imagine nine, 10, 15 years from now. And there may not be any fire there. But again, you have to continue to evolve to make things fun. Okay. And just be his best, be his best cheerleader. Don't be his worst critic because when it comes to men, no one gives a shit about us out in the world. We're always fighting an uphill battle when it comes to work or like loyalty, when it comes to anything we do. So when we come home, we want that Adrian. I'm saying Adrian, like in Rocky, you know, Rocky would never be a champion if it wasn't for Adrian. Behind every great man is a good woman. And that's true. You, you, women are important in a man's life. So when you are that positive, uplifting, critical, but cornerstone of his confidence and foundation and what he wants to do, he'll never trade that for anybody. Okay. He, he, he'll hold on to that. That's what all men want. We want you to be, again, like our cheerleader. We'll be your supporter, your protector, your provider. We'll be all that. So it's like a mutual masculine, feminine balance there. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Uh, of course, there's other problems that can occur. You could have been all that. He can still do that. There's all these other things. Yes, there's curiosity. There's all these other things that can happen. I've spoken about this many times where people, I always, always discourage people from marrying young. If you marry at 21, 22, you really haven't had your fun. You haven't really kissed another woman. You haven't kissed another man. You haven't really found out what you like in that, in that space. And if you settle very young and don't explore other options out there, that may not be a problem the first few years, but the coming that 10th and 11th year, I've had many women and men tell me like, you know what? I started getting curious. I've lost weights. All the, all the, when I had the kids, I lost all the baby weight. I'm looking good. I got implants. Guys started lifting weights. It got bulkier. Now they're getting attention from younger women or she's getting attention from men. And that temptation, that idea starts to creep up. It happens. It happens. It happens. Every couple ought to have an older married couple as friends, as mentors. It could save a marriage. Possibly, Mr. G. I like that name, Mr. G. It possibly could. Um, counseling. I've often considered doing a counseling for married couples that's not bullshit or church related. You know, I'm going to tell you how it is and what you need to do. 
with the not sugar coating. I think people need to hear that. But yeah, I mean, I've, I've, um, I've coached so many people. And of course I, I talk about couples with my other friends, like uh, Sarah Don Moore. Uh, I talked to the uh, Emily King. I talked to Angela Knights. So of course there's uh Paul with the come on bro uh, podcast. So I talked to other coaches out there. And it's funny how once you've been doing this long enough, you can see right there if the marriage is going to work or not. You can, you can tell if it's going to work or not or if it's going to fail because you can see the writing on the wall. It, it's all there. So it's, it's, it's kind of crazy. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, but an older mentor would be a good idea. Mr. G. Uh, Bean says, I feel like most women naturally want to be that way when it comes down to women having responsibility all in household labor. Like if men want women to be that way, they need to make a load lighter for them. Yeah, true. I mean, that's early on. That's like the first stage of just like marriage and such, man. So I don't know, but it could be that way. I mean, everyone's situation is different. It, it truthfully is. Uh, so it all depends. I mean, there's this one story I heard where a couple was married for 40 years and this woman in her late four, uh, late fifties had an affair with a gardener in her house. Does that mean she's a horrible wife? She was faithful and loyal for almost 40 years. And all of a sudden she made a mistake. Like there's a gardener. She slept with him. They got divorced. Does that mean she was always a horrible person? Or was there just a need that she had because she got married at 19? I don't know. How's it going? Graham, what's going on? And again, everybody continue to tap the screen. We're at 2,900 hearts. Keep doing that. David, uh, I told David to never stop flirting with me. Good. Do that. Uh, so Cheryl, I'm going back to the comments here to see if I missed anything. Technically, I dated a married man for years. Wasn't an affair. Oh, you did. Okay. It's more common than you think. Adultery is not the foundation to build a healthy, stable, honest relationship. I agree. But to some, it works. Desi. Hello, Desi. I'm back to the comments there. Good to see you, Desi. Hope you're doing well. Hey, Myra. It's... (laughs) <laughs> is uh, from this morning. We spoke in the drive to yes. What's up? <laughs> it's funny. To get people starting to recognize me like it. I'm not going to say where you work, but yeah, I did see at a drive through like, Hey, what's up? She recognized me. I think it was like a six months ago. She's like, Hey, you're the guy on TikTok, right? I'm like, yeah, that's me. So it's, it's pretty funny to have people recognize you. I, it's cool. It's flattering, but it's like, it's still weird for me, but yeah, there you go. <laughs> people don't care anymore. Uh, hold on. Let's go in to see. Uh, common sense is not common sense to everyone. You would think people know from good or bad. Okay. Again, let's talk about my, 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 my whole thing when I cheated back in 2008. Again, you are in your, uh, you have to put yourself in a different mindset. Okay. You have, you're, you're thinking of, you're, you're thinking rationally. You're thinking logically. You're not thinking emotionally or illogically. You have to think, imagine, put yourself in this corner. Put yourself in this corner, okay? You're married eight years. You're exhausted all the time. You, there's financial woes. Like uh, no matter what you do, you're living paycheck to paycheck. And you love your wife and you want her happy, but she's just tired. 
She's exhausted because she has to work too. And it's just, you're, you're always stressed about the bills. You know, every time you bring up bills, one of you explodes and it, you can't have a conversation. Then you get lost in kids. Your kids come into the picture. You're, you, you love your family. You love your kids, but that's, you become parents. You are now 100% parents and you completely forgot how to be a husband. You forgot how to be a wife because you de devoted all your energy to being a good father. So now there's this, you're lonely, you, you're lonely. Let's say you started working out and you, Hey, look at me. I feel great. What do you think? And she doesn't give you a compliment or vice versa. And the reason they don't get you a compliment because they don't want your confidence to get up and get, you know, you get ideas and go cheap, whatever the case is. Imagine being in a lonely place that you, you love this person and they're just completely gone. They're bitter. They're angry. They completely changed. You think you've done everything you can to fix it. And it's gone. That person's gone. And you think you're doing everything you can. You spice it up. You're doing everything you can to make it work. You're, you're, you're suggesting role-playing. You're, you're, you're cleaning. You're doing everything you can that you think is going to make the situation better. And it doesn't work. You're still bitter. But then think about that. Think about that. You can't financially leave. You can't financially go anywhere. You can't afford a divorce. You feel that you've done everything to save the marriage. You felt like you've done everything on your side to make this work. You've encouraged date nights. So we don't have any money. So like, okay, now we, you know, we can't even do that anymore. You've done everything you can to resolve it and stay in that mindset for four years. Stay in that mindset for four years. What are you going to do? Excuses is what you think. Well, you've never been in that situation. You've never been in that situation. And again, I don't judge people when I see this woman who's selling that. Well, I, I, the course I don't get. I don't understand that course at all. It doesn't make any sense to me. But when I see people who mess up that way, I don't judge. Because again, I don't judge because unless you've been in that lonely position and completely lost and just desperate for emotional needs, Everybody has emotional needs that they deserve to be deserve to have fulfilled when you're just in that lonely place and the other person isn't meeting you halfway. People make stupid choices and people make this choice because they can't afford to get a divorce. They can't afford to leave. So that's why they do it. And they, and most times this isn't my case, but most times people who do this find other people who are in the same boat. The, the, the woman that I, that I was, that had the affair with was in the same boat, lonely, desperate, uh, always complained about a husband. He couldn't do this. He couldn't do that. Couldn't fulfill her. He became bitter, except it was like the same story. That's how you connect with somebody because you're both in the same place and they're, they're me just on the other side. So again, ask anybody who's cheated and anybody who was willing to admit that they did, they were in a bad place. That's why they did it. And if you're the husband and or the wife who just totally oblivious, so I can't believe you did that. Well, that's a little bit on you too for being totally just outside of the, of just looking at the obvious that was right in front of you. I think most people that get cheated on saw it coming a mile away. Truthfully. And again, I'm not condoning it, but again, if you're if both people aren't willing to make things better for each other, people will do stupid things. They will. They will. So excuses, say what you want, but unless you're in that position, do it. Or how about this? I, I always get a kick out of people who say I would never cheat. Well, okay. Who, who no one wants to do that, but let's say you were married and you haven't had sex with your wife for a year. Right. And you had a beautiful woman, younger, 
freaking sexy coming on to you and offering to do things and not say a word. It's just between me and you. If you can turn the, a beautiful woman who is really into you and wants to do things to you, if you can turn that woman down face to face, I applaud you. Like if I can quote Tombstone, Wyatt, you're an oak. Because most men wouldn't, especially if they haven't had sex for more than a year. And a woman came on to them. Most guys would do it. They didn't plan on it, but it happened. There's this beautiful woman who's offering. Most guys would do it. It's going to happen. It really would. Uh, it's, for example, like um, there's been many men who said, I didn't plan on it. It just happened. Ladies, uh, believe it or not, the man, the woman that your guy, your husband, and vice versa, ladies, in front of the men to you, and again, based on the stories you've sent me and everything I've read, the man or woman your spouse is going to cheat on is probably your best friend or somebody you know, somebody that they're close to. It's right in front of your face. It's going to happen, right? So it's more than likely somebody you know. And most men have told me in, their, in the emails they've sent me, I didn't plan on it. Um, you know, and this, it's always ladies for just for reference. So, you know what I'm talking about. The woman who usually will sleep with your man is the woman when she gets drunk, she gets very touchy and flirty with everybody and everybody else's husband when y'all have get togethers. And I know a lot of, you know, exactly who I'm talking about. And you, you all have that one friend who you're thinking about right now. Yes. That one who gets really flirty when she's drunk, that's the friend that's going to take your man. It's the truth. I've got like hundreds of emails to confirm that. Anyway, but most men told me like, yeah, they went to this woman's house. They had a party or to get together and he went early to do something for her because her, she was divorced or something to that effect. She's single and he needed to mount her TV or he needed to fix her faucet. So these guys tell me like, yeah, they're doing this thing. And she came out in lingerie and she's fucking gorgeous and hot. And she came on to him and started kissing him. And he's just like, whoa, and it's happening. And boom, we're gone. And it happened. He didn't plan on it. It happened. And ladies, and again, just so you're, you're 100%, you know what? I'm telling the truth. And I got no reason to lie to the ladies here. Your man more than likely will do the same thing because that's how we are men. If a beautiful woman just came on to us and she's gorgeous, that really hot friend of yours came on to us, dressed up, and she started kissing us. We're not thinking, we're thinking, oh my gosh, he's hot. And if she started kissing us, we're going to do it. Even if he loves you and he's happy, if he walks out and says, no, I can't do this, then he is an oak and he needs to be studied because that is pretty badass. But most men, if they start touching him and kissing him, he's not thinking and he's going to go through it and then he's going to regret it, of course, afterwards, but it happens. And they told me, I can't believe I made a stupid mistake. Now, is that a stupid mistake? Or is it a choice? Seduction is pretty powerful, if you ask me, especially if you're one of your friends is a 10 and she comes out just, I want him and she just does, does what she does. Is that his fault? Is that cheating? I don't know. You let me know. Uh, Barbara, hey, what's up? <laughs> what do you mean it just happened? No, they let it happen. I just explained that what happened. Mike, what's up? And again, I'm sharing stories that people have sent me. That's all. It's for you. To, I'm not justifying it or not, but I'm telling you things happen. Your husband could love you. But if your hot friend came on to them that way, we would know what to say. We would probably just go with emotions and go with what she said. 
Mark, if I would never mess with a girl with a girlfriend, uh, because you always get caught. Of course. Uh, if I was going to cheat, it would be with a girl from another city. That isn't, it doesn't help, man. It doesn't matter. It's always going to get caught. You see, Andy says, I had a friend like that. Laura says it was in front of my face and in my house. And she was far from hot. Not even as type. Really? Yeah. Maybe she just, they had that chemistry. They had that, that fun. She's made them laugh and all that. They don't even have to be beautiful. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to make the circumstances where he there's It's a lose, lose situation. In other words, a beautiful woman walks out. Oh, guys aren't thinking straight, especially if they haven't had sex in a year. How long were you single after your divorce? Uh, well, I dated like a madman. Uh, I guess I didn't get into my first relationship after my divorce, like three, four years, but I dated like a fool. I had my fun. It was the attention. Most definitely. Yeah. What a sad commentary on men. No, <laughs> It's not, you see, you're trying to make it gender like, okay? No, it's the same thing. If you take a person who is an emotionally desperate situation where they're not getting a need from their husband or wife, they haven't had it in years. They're not, they don't have the sexual need that's been fulfilled. They're ignored by their spouse. I don't care if it's man or woman, it happens. And if you ask me based on the confessions I've seen and people I've spoken to, women cheat more. You're just good at hiding it. So it's not a commentary on men. When it comes to the seduction piece, yeah, maybe, but hey, that's the way it is. When especially when you haven't had it in a long time, and the testosterone. I wish women knew what testosterone felt like. It just makes you do stupid things. But yeah, it's just it's just the truth. I wish therapy worked. <laughs> what does work if you go to a good therapist? I don't know. I don't know why you're laughing. Laugh out loud. If a guy is, if a guy is drinking, he will have sex with anything. Uh, maybe I'm built differently, man, but I had to be attracted to them. I couldn't just do it with just anybody. <laughs> I can't, I, I, it, it won't work. I need to be attracted to them. I remember I went to this party. It was like a swingers party. I, it wasn't like a club, but a lot of, it was like a swingers events. And I remember, Oh, I'm probably going to do something crazy tonight. This is like a wild pack. And I walk into this, this club and I'm like, everyone's ugly. <laughs> I was like, no one's attractive. Like we're like, I'm thinking in my mind, because course, we went to the gutter and movies. I was thinking everybody was going to be hot and like everyone was ugly. And I'm like, oh, really? And then this, these two women hit on me and they weren't attractive and they're willing to do things for me. And I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm sorry. I, you have to be pretty. I'm sorry. I just, that's just me. I can't just do it. But again, maybe I'm built differently. I don't know. <laughs> Desi says, I'm tired of dating. Well, I don't know. Well, I mean, then don't date. Take some time for yourself. You don't have to date. Jack Daniels also makes us do stupid things. Yeah. But then there's whiskey dick, man. The older you get, that whiskey dick is a problem. You can do stupid things. and be like, oh, I'm sorry. I've just, I've had a long week. <laughs> It's not you. It's, it, you're just so beautiful. I'm just kind of stressed out of my mind. Just give me a second here. Can you touch it? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Shenanigans on Babcock. Oh, that's kind of. 
Do I know you? Oh my God. Okay. Do I know you? <laughs> that is so weird. That is two on the money there. That's too random. I missed half of what you said, the lag. Oh, really? There's a lag? Oh, shit. I got the Wi-Fi on. I don't know what happened. No, I used to live in San Antonio and got suckered into going to that place. Oh, I thought because I did something in a parking lot at Shenanigans on Babcock. And <laughs> like, is that you? I'm like, next, this is, let's move on. Let's just move on. Okay, forget it. Okay, what did, <laughs> where, where did I leave off here? Um, yes, whiskey dick. Yeah, it can happen, especially when you get older. So again, the same. Jack Daniels can do, can do some things. So just be careful. <laughs> All right, so what do we leave off? Um, yeah, so just be careful with that. I mean, like I said, um, most of the affairs that I've seen that people have sent over to me and confess, it's always their best friend. This one woman said that it was um, his childhood friend, this guy, her husband's best friend that he's known since he was in third grade. So it's always somebody, you know, it's always that guys, it's always going to be that one guy. She says, don't worry about. And I know women, I'm going to tell you this because it's true. And I'm going to go with the guys in a bit. Women's intuition is pretty accurate. It's like 98% accurate. It's like the force in Star Wars. So if your force is, if your intuition saying a certain thing, listen to it, look into it. And guys, we have a gut feeling. I'll call it spidey sense. If your spidey sense is tingling, it's more than likely something that's going on. Look into it as well. Okay. And it's always a look. If I can give this one hint, even if your suspicions are where they are and you want to go into a phone and do all this like uh, CSI investigation BS, the simplest way to tell if your husband is having an affair with somebody you think or suspect and vice versa. When you have a get together, hear me out. When you have a get together, look at how they look at each other. Look at how they look at each other. Because if they take quick glances, but they give each other the look and you know what look I'm talking about, that's all the confirmation you need. The, the eyes are the window to the soul. And I promise you, that look tells you everything. And you know what look I'm talking about. You know what look I'm talking about. Of course, there's other red flags and red, you know, they think, hey, we, we ran out of ice. I'm going to go get some ice and take a beer run. Oh, I'll go with you. They're going to fuck in the car. Just be careful with that. It just lagged again. Well, it's probably your phone because no one else is saying that the, it's lagging. I'm hooked up to my Wi-Fi and I got fiber optic internet. So I don't know. Oh, Carmen, really? She's asking, what is whiskey dick? <sighs> okay. How can I say, how can I answer this? And I, I'm on live on TikTok here. Alcohol can affect certain bodily functions for men, depending on the amount they drink. So something in the pants may not be fully functional. It may be a little limp because of the amount of whiskey. That's why they call it whiskey dick. So again, yes, whiskey makes us do stupid things, but at the same time, as you get older, it can affect that down there. I didn't drink whiskey when I was younger. So I don't know if it happens to younger guys, but it definitely happens in your late thirties and forties. 
That's why I don't drink whiskey anymore. <laughs> the hell's ice mean? I don't know what that means. Yeah, bro, I'm kind of lagging. Wow. Uh, again, I'm hooked up to my Wi-Fi here. Hold on one second. Exit the live, then join again. Damn, this is so true. I've never been. Uh, hold on. Okay, I am off my Wi-Fi. Is that? How about now? Hold on, everybody. I'm taking a quick pause here. TikTok. Still freezing? Are we live? Is it working? Still lagging? Shit. Okay, son of a bitch. All right, so this is what I'm gonna do. It's working now? It's working? Okay, I got. I disconnected off my Wi-Fi. Okay, is, is it's good? Working? Okay, it's working now. Okay, very good. It might be because you're about to get a lot of snow here in Dallas. It's very windy. Yeah, that's probably the reason. God, I hope we don't uh, get another um, shutdown. That last one in 2021, I had no power for four days. It sucked. Uh, okay, back to the life here. And we're back to life. Okay. No, some freezing. Yeah, it's cold. Oh, shit. God damn it. You said if they live to, if they leave to get ice, they will bang in the car. Yeah, they will. They will. You'd be surprised when, when you're, that's another thing I want to touch on. Is it still lagging everybody here on TikTok? Still lagging? I'm sorry, everybody on Facebook and YouTube, just kind of hold on for a second here. It's like, love, not lagging. Okay. Very good. So get the, uh, going back to the affair thing. Uh, many women and guys, when, when they make a choice to pick somebody, most of the times guys will pick somebody. It, it's weird. I don't know how to explain it, but guys, if you maybe in your late thirties, you let's say you were always a chubby guy like I was right. But then you start losing weights and you start getting attention from women and start it's, it's, it's like, uh, it, it really just changes things. But I was really surprised. Well, even while I was married, how many younger women were attracted to me and then dating? That's what happened as well. But my point is, uh, most women, guys will have an affair usually with a woman who's younger, of course, because that's one, we have the opportunity to do it because it's there. That's why we pick it. And three, we're men. Women, from what they've told me and what I've read, when they choose to have an affair, it'll be with another married man because their mindset is, okay, we... I, it, it's just going to be a physical thing. It's, it's not going to be emotional. It's just sex. It's just, it's just that he's got just as much to lose as I do. And that's the way it's going to be. And uh, that doesn't work because what happens, I don't care who you are. And again, I know I've had like situationships when I was single or like girls, don't worry, I'm not going to catch feelings. And all right. It doesn't matter if you start sleeping with somebody and I get there's a difference between effing and making love. Okay. I get there's a difference, right? But the more you start sleeping with somebody, uh, you connect, you can't help it. You start to connect 
with this person on a physical and chemical level. And especially if the, the, the act is great, it becomes addicting and you get possessive. And before you know it, you're going to be in the act and someone's going to say, I love you. <laughs> I've been there. Someone's going to say, I love you. And again, I've heard this from other stories as well. And you're going to be, fuck. <laughs> it's going to be like, oh, damn it. I knew this was going to happen. They always fall in love with me or like whatever. And before you know, what I'm trying to say is like feelings will start to, to come about. And then it becomes like a passionate, like jealous, enraged relationship. And I've had many women say like they're having an affair with a guy and then he texts them or they meet and he's like, guess what? I told my wife everything. We can finally start our life together. And she'd be like, what did you do? Like, why the fuck would you do that? Now you blew, you imploded my life and she's going to call my husband and yeah. Or the, or vice versa. I got pregnant. How do I, you know, this is what people have told me. How do I get an abortion without my husband knowing? How do we plan this? How do we do this? Or one of y'all has an STD and you give your wife a, 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 a STD. And she's, then she goes, she's got pain and whatever the case happens. And like, she goes to the doctor, like, Hey, have you been cheating on me? Like, no, why? Cause like, well, I have this and we haven't slept with anybody else for 10 years. You know what's going on? So that's a giveaway, but I'm off the topic there. But my point is emotions do arise. It's never can just be a physical thing. If you can pull that off, it, it, you're one of a kind. But everybody I've met, everybody who's had a situation ship, everybody who had that relationship, the, that, that, that affair, it always became more. It became emotional. Love was thrown in there because you're just connected physically and chemically. Like, what do they call that? Uh, alpha mailed or something like that, or like uh, he imprinted himself on her, whatever the case is, but it happens both ways. I don't know what the female equivalent of alpha male or alpha... Um, what the hell am I trying to say? What's a female like? Uh, he, he what is it called? Somebody help me here. What is it called? Uh, guys, alpha. What is it called? A alpha widowed or something to that effect? When it's so good, they keep thinking about that person and can't and not stop thinking about them. They're obsessed with them. Whatever that case is, it goes both ways, and that's what happens. See, uh, Teresa says I'm right. So there you go. And at the end of it all. What are we looking for? Alpha widow. Thank you, Edward. That's what I was trying to say. Alpha widow. What's the equivalent for the male when he's just hooked on her because she's got a great ass? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, so um, what are we looking for? We're, like I said, in the end of it all, we're looking for that connection. We all want that connection. And people who are married 10 to 12, five years, they, they just kind of get lost in the routine. They get lost in in life and they forget that that connection dissipates and it's sad, but it happens. It really does. Oxytocin creates pair bonding. There you go. Thank you, Anna. I, I, my mind was just not working right now. Whereas the kids say my brain wasn't braining. So that's what I was trying to say. And you hooked on that person. And then you think about them. Even if you end the affair, you're thinking about them for years. So you're all, they will always be part of you. And I know I've left my imprint on a few ladies, but that's a, beside the point. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> After being cheated on, when you choose to forgive and stay together, can 
thing ever really be the same again? What are, uh, what are the odds it will still lead to divorce many years later? Uh, it depends on both, both people are willing to forgive each other. Okay. So the question is if you're married and somebody cheats, what are the odds of you having it rekindle and actually you guys staying together? It's a, it's 50, 50. It depends on the person because let's say you, Eduardo cheated on your wife and she says, okay, I'm going to do my best to forgive you. You have to understand this takes years. This is not going to be six months. It's not going to be three months. And you owe it to her to prove to her that you've, you're a changed man. You don't regret getting caught. You regret the act and you want to show her that you're a changed man and that you're vested in your future together. And that's a behavioral change. Most men or women, well, I'll just stick with men right now. Most men who get caught and busted, right? Thanks, uh, Michael, who's promised to be a better man, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. They go back to their old behavioral patterns after three months. And it's, that's just human nature. They were never truly vested in staying together, right? But if you continually are a different man and you're just uh, observing things that you say or may upset her, but you're proving to her that you are in this for the long run, it's going to take years. And you, there's going to be days like the anniversary date. A year can go by and you think things are finally starting to get normal. She may not want to sleep with you for a long time and that's perfectly normal. You have to understand that. Uh, but there's the anniversary date, like maybe a year later that day. Oh, it's been one year since I caught him and then she's going to bring it up again and still have emotions. And in other words, she may bring it up anytime she wants and you have to sit there and take it because that's part of her healing. That's part of her getting it out of her system. So it could be three years. It could be five years, but again, you have to allow that to happen and you can't be of the mindset where, Oh, I thought we were doing good. And it's been a year and all that work was for nothing. No, 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 no. It's a process, man. And it's on you if you want to keep hearing that and being reminded of your mistake. And if you're willing to keep hearing that mistake and making you feel low, but at the same part, you're helping her heal, then there's a chance. Uh, there's some people who can't forgive and just say, no, they're not going to do it. So it depends on the person who committed the act, if they're willing to invest all their energy and really becoming a different person. And it takes years and you have to be patient. If you're not, then it's going to fail. I, I hope you can answer that. Carmen says, I could never, it could never, it could be never forgive. I, what? It could be never for forgiveness. Well, I mean, you say that, but again, like I said, imagine if you have roots deep in the ground. I mean, let's say you have a home and your kids are doing great. Life's wonderful. The income's great and you have a wonderful life. Most people will sacrifice their happiness for their kids and stay in the situation. I know right now you may not say that because you have no ties or emotional ties to the situation, but they'll stay. Some women or men will like, I'm done because you know what? They were miserable and they were waiting for the first mistake to happen. They're waiting for something to, to come up so they can go ahead and leave. They're waiting for the excuse. I've had women message me say, you know what? I wanted my marriage to end. So I purposely withheld sex from him. Cause I knew eventually he cheated on me. It took two years and he cheated on me. So I used that as aha, got you. We're done. But she played, she played chess and he was playing checkers. In other words, she, she kind of created that scenario by withholding sex from him and making him the bad guy. Cause on paper, he is the bad guy. When she tells a story, he is the bad guy, 
but she created the situation by purposely withholding sex from him. Oh, there's a comment here. Uh, what if she, what stays with you? Then that already says a lot. If you cheat, then assume responsibility. Let me read that again. Uh, well, if she stays with you, then that already says a lot. If you cheat, then assume responsibility. Well, I mean, it says a lot. I mean, she loves you. I mean, she, despite the act, I mean, that person may still love you. So what are you going to do? If you love, if you love her and you want the situation to be better, then you're going to do what you can to make it work. Your personal experience isn't very similar. Again, I'm, this is not just my experience. I'm, t I'm telling bits and pieces of my experience, but I'm also sharing what men and women have sent me. So this is, isn't just mine. Your personal experience isn't very similar what your current partner needs and your ex. I don't know what that means. Can they be trusted again? Sure. I mean, trust needs to be earned, right? It's going to take time to redevelop. That's up to the, that's up to the spouse if, to answer. Not for me. I mean, people make horrible mistakes. I mean, what's the length of punishment? How long are they going to be in the doghouse? What's, what's the statute limitations? Are they always going to be labeled for one mistake or can they be forgiven? I don't know. Thank you for sharing the live. Appreciate it. Uh, and thank you for all the gifts as well. What about 14 years? What about 14 years, Ange? <laughs> I don't know what that means, but, um, yeah. So those are the, that that's what I have to say on that. Like I said, to kind of recap, we talked about, uh, you know, how to avoid it from happening and really being the other woman is really worth it. I don't know. Maybe to some, it is this one friend that I, that again, who will, will remain nameless. Um, they fell in love. They met at work again. Uh, she's younger than him. Uh, he kept telling her that she was the woman that he always wanted. Um, she was beautiful, charming, fun, just had a, a lust for life and a sense of humor, something that was missing at home. They had the affair. I told her, okay, if he really loves you, then, and he says he's going to leave his wife for you, let him prove it. Okay, right now it's all talk. Let's Let's see him file. Let's see him... Uh, let's see him uh, commit to the actions. Again, there's words and then there's actions. What's going to happen? He was all words. He never filed. And then what was it in October? I'm like, he's not going to file. You know why? Because of the holidays. They're coming up and I promise you, he's going to tell you, I can't file during the holidays. And he didn't. That's exactly what he said. And then he said, I can't file in the spring. I have my daughter's wedding. There's always going to be something. They're never going to leave. Most times they're not going to leave. But again, according to the poll that I had, 19% of the time, a man will leave his wife for the other woman, the Sancha. Uh, Hearsay 2 says, women cheats on their man. Women cheats on their man. Man forgives and decides to stay with her. Do women lose respect for the man when he takes her back? Ladies in the chat, that's a good question. Uh, if you cheated on your husband, and he forgave you, would you lose respect for him? I have like 40 women here in the chat. So let's see what they say. I want to see yeses or noes here. So again, the question is, if you were married and cheated on your husband and he forgave you, would you lose respect for him if he took you back? 
Let's let's see what they say. Uh, Charlie Box, how does one avoid having an affair? I touched on that already, but in a nutshell, you that the, you have to be stay sexy for one another is one thing. You have to stay emotionally connected. Uh, be each other's supporter. Don't be each other's harsh critic. Um, stay positive with life and uh, always fulfill each other's needs, whether they be sexual, whether it be emotional, just being heard, just be there for that person. Be there for them. Again, like I said, guys, like I said, just to kind of recap, guys, we love visual beauty. So yes, stay, stay beautiful, stay sexy. We want you to be our cheerleader, our supporter. Because again, if men don't get support at all in the world. We're always being criticized and ridiculed and judged. And again, we don't want to come home to, to that same experience. We we want our uh, you we want you to be our best supporter. Okay, you can be critical of us, yes, but just don't always be belittling us. Don't be insulting us, saying that all these negative things. You're always lazy. You always do this. Don't do that. I mean, just don't always be saying negative shit about him because eventually we stray away because we ultimately need, need that. There's a lot to be said. And there's a lot of truth with, with every great man. There's a great woman. That's 100% true. And again, not being that for a man can lead us wayward. And of course there's the, the SEX. And that's very important as well. It goes both ways, but again, you have to keep that need there for both of each other, for both of you. It's the truth. Uh, Carmen says I did because my husband said, told me he forgave me, but he never did. Sorry. I hope you ultimately filed. Um, one woman says no. Another woman says no. Another one says move on. Uh, somebody says you lost respect for him the moment you chose to cheat. That's a good answer. So there you go. I hope that answers your question. Let's see here. All right. So I think I've had, I've said everything I needed to say on the topic, unless you guys have questions, send them my way. And we'll go from there. Uh, He withheld sex. And every time I was forced to cheat because of mental illness. What? Sex and everything. I was forced to cheat because. Yeah, that sounds like a complex situation. Let's see. A woman can get any man, but what will keep them is is the question. Well, I mean, sure. I mean, I guess. I mean, this rules with any. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I don't. Any woman can get any man. A man can get women too. If your game's strong. Yeah, of course, the character and the person that they're with is ultimately why they're going to choose to stay with them. Definitely. Of course. Uh, absolutely. Thank you for sending the little crown, Andy. Thanks for all the tips. Did I miss any questions? And I'm not freezing anymore, so sorry about that. Let's see, you got 42 people here. So ask away, send me your questions. And let me see. I think I had some questions here. Uh, let's see. I had some questions sent to me. In my inbox. Let's see. What advice do you have? My boyfriend's ex-wife and he have a good relationship. Okay. However, she's been texting him more about how she misses their relationship and regrets her actions in their marriage that led to their divorce. Oh my God. 
it's been really bothering me lately. Some of the contacts that she sends him, she's supposedly happy remarrying, but now it's seeing him happy with me and is in full regret mode now. I realize that they have kids together, but lately I think her texts are unacceptable. You're damn right they are. Yeah, that's that's like that's no respect and boundaries are being crossed there and betrayed. So yeah. And I I don't know how you're reading these texts. I don't know if he's sharing these with you or you're looking at his phone, but yeah, I would as the as the man, he had to shut that shit down and say, no, okay, no, what's past is past. I'm with my woman. That's crossing lines and boundaries. So no. That is a major problem and that needs to be addressed. And if I were you, I don't know if you address this with your husband again. And again, I don't know how you got a hold of these texts, but again, this is a major problem and it needs to stop. And he needs to be the one to actually put those barriers up as well and reinforce them and be on your side. Like, no, that is, that's, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. No, I would not tolerate that at all. And that needs to be addressed. And that's completely wrong on her end. And again, you didn't mention how your husband or your boyfriend is handling it now, what he did or rebuttal, but he should be there saying the same thing. Like, no, we can't be talking about this. No, that is crossing a lot of lines, especially if she's remarried. Oh my God. Thank you for sharing your wisdom. I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. Good night. Let's see here. Um, the other question I had here. Hey, Rudy, any advice for divorce? Having three kids, uh, just wanted to know the best route to go about, to go with. I mean, a plan. I mean, like I've said many times, I mean, I know marriages are nothing lasts forever, but do what you can. I hope you did everything you can to, um, to save it. I hope you're doing everything you can to save it and, um, save the marriage and see if you can or not. If not, again, just move forward. But again, I would talk to an attorney and maybe have that conversation with your soon to be ex-spouse. Like, Hey, I've made the decision. I just, I'm not happy. I love my kids. You know, let's not put them through that traditional horrible experience post-divorce. Let's kind of be a role model for them. Kind of set the bar and standards on what needs to be done and what needs to take place. Uh, and ease into it and plan ahead, man. But again, I would go with an attorney and prepare for changes, man. Pre- prepare for changes. Things are, things are going to happen. It's going to be, a, it's going to take time to develop that new normal, but just be patient with that change. And uh, since you're initiating this whole events you have to be the leader lead by example you absolutely have to i'm going to reach out to that girl that one woman who has that site uh will will he leave his wife for me i'm going to reach out to her and get her on the podcast i really want to talk to her and see what's going on because again uh, i i get the perspective i get what she's saying and i understand because again i have experience in there in that space myself but i i want to talk to her and get more information so i'm, I'm going to invite her to the podcast and see what she says. But let's see here. Yeah, if you guys don't have any questions, I guess I can end the podcast. I've got another, I can stay for another 20 minutes or not. Or not. But yeah, I hope everyone's doing well. And thanks for sharing the live. That gets all the comments here on YouTube. One second. Lucy, always good to see you. Hope you're doing well. Daniel, I like the optimism today, Rudy. <laughs> thanks. Appreciate that. I like to think that I'm an optimistic guy. I'm also cynical, but yeah, I can be a little optimistic as well. Let's see. And Andy, thank you for the roses. Uh, Veronica says, my brother-in-law just left one day to move in with his friend. He left his girlfriend. 
with a four-year-old newborn. Wow. That's horrible. Did, and you don't know why? What a coward. Did, did he let her know? Man, that's horrible. And he says he's not happy and she doesn't make him happy. Mm. Did they marry young? There's nothing you can tell her. I mean, it's a situation and it sucks. I mean, so I don't know how long they were married, but they have a kid. But if he left better now than 10 years from now, I mean, it's weird. I have to admit, everybody, I just see the world differently. When you've gone through a lot of loss, like a divorce, and you lose everything, like friends, you lose home possessions, and you reset to zero, like I have been. I know that's what a lot of people fear. But you, when you are born again, I'm just going to kind of be like a spiritual here. When you're born again from that reset, you, you emerge with a different perspective. You appreciate the now, you appreciate who's around you, you appreciate good friends, but you understand nothing lasts forever. That's why you live in the moment. And when I hear people like say, oh, she left me or he left me. I uh, back in the past when I was younger, I probably would have said, man, I'm sorry, man. Uh, you know, and you're going to be hurt and depressed for all this time. And it's going to take a while to heal. Now I'm like, well, good. Let them go. They were never, they never wanted to be part of your life. So you now know you have an absolute certainty that this person never wanted to be with you. So there's your clarity. It's going to hurt for a little bit. But that's a blessing in disguise. Like there's some people here in the chat that were saying like, I don't know if she's cheating on me or not. You know, uh, what do I do? You know, we don't have a spark anymore. What would you, what, what's the lesser two evils? Them leaving you right at the beginning or you living a lifetime, 15 years, you've built a life and the whole time they were never in love with you. What's worse, right? The latter, in my opinion. So again, when you, when things like, when people leave you, let them go. They never were part of your life or never want to be part of it. All right. They wanted something else. A lot of the problems. And when he's, you just said right here that he said that he's not happy and she doesn't make him happy. That screams tons of things to me. That tells me he is not happy with his own life or happy with himself. And she can't fix that. Only he can. So let him go. Of course, he's going to have to be a father and provide financially in any way, shape or form. But again, if anybody leaves you like that, including guys, if, if a woman tells you like, you know what, I'm not feeling it, good. Don't think with that mindset and have that, that scarcity mindset, like, oh my God, I'm never going to have another woman. Just think with that, the abundance piece. Like, you know what? Okay, if it's not you, it's going to be somebody else. Somebody will appreciate me. Good luck to you. Handle it like that. That'll freak them out. Instead of crying and saying, what did I do wrong? You know, what's going on? No, just say, you made this choice. You want to leave? Okay, good luck. Handle like that. Well, if you didn't want me, that's fine. There's plenty of other women who want me. I'll move on. So go on, live your life. I wish you the best. So again, it's like, that's just the way I see it. So in this particular case, I'm sorry she's going through that. It breaks my heart. Uh, but he had a very messed up childhood and wasn't there for his own parents and not there for his kids. That's another thing I would want everybody to understand. Like if, if you're going to be dating somebody or having kids with them, look at their parents, look at their upbringing, look at their family history. Look how they communicate with his parents. Is he um, speaking terms with them? Was there abuse? Was there alcoholic abuse? Was there anything that's hereditary? Those questions need to be asked before you have kids with somebody. 
And that's, that tells me everything. I mean, if he's just repeating the cycle that he grew up with. So are you really shocked? I don't mean to be a dick, but are you really shocked? Yes. Beelzebub. What is that? Babbles B 99. Let them go. Keep your dignity and respect in fact. Yes. Women, y'all pick this man. That's what I'm Yeah, you see, you pick this guy. Uh, be careful who you get with. You see a lot of like uh, upbringing problems. That's going to carry over. Be careful with that. That's like a generational cycle. So I'm, I'm truly sorry she's going through that. I really am. But I think anybody from the outside observing with the white coats and looking at the paperwork would be like, this guy has got some, perhaps some mental items as he hasn't addressed yet. Uh, there may be a problem there. And if not now, later, then look what happened. Yes, he needs to work on himself. Thank you. And again, I'm not judging. We, we've all, I've been guilty of this myself. You see the good in the person or you're dating somebody and they put on that facade of like this wonderful person, but it's just an act. And the longer you date them, it's not really who they are. And you're longing to get that person back that you knew at the beginning and they were never real. So I get staying in a, in a situation that could be helpless, but because you love that person, I get, we make stupid mistakes when we're in love. Okay. 35 years, she had an affair and said she hadn't been happy for 20 years. Good riddance. You see, there you go. There's, there's guys like that out there. She should have opened her mouth 20 years ago, but no, you see what I'm saying? What's the lesser two evils knowing at that moment or wasting a lifetime? Yes, she showed, she should have known she was young. He acted like he was great. Oh my God. Every, yes, everything you're saying, men don't lose value. Oh God. Yes, they do, man. And I hate that term value, high value. Look like enough of that shit. No, no, there's character. How about that? People can lose. I'd rather change the value to character. And yes, people can lose character. I don't give a damn what's in your genitals. All right. Uh, Melissa Madness. That's a cool name. Madness or Madness. That's actually a badass name. Mrs. Madness. It's like a good wrestling term. <laughs> the love of your life is not someone else's husband. Uh, if he left his wife for you, then expect karma to visit you one day. Well, there's again, according to my poll, there's people out there like 20% of the time, men who do leave their wives for this other woman, they're happy. So there's a chance. I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Here's say is couples therapy actually successful after an affair? Well, therapy in it of itself, think of it uh, like a behavioral change. Like I've said, I've used this analogy many times. Like, for example, those people who say like, hey, I want to lose weight. So they'll go to Weight Watchers or go join a gym, right? They're given the tools and the know-how to change, to become that other person. It's up to the person to accept those changes and adopt them into their person, their well-being. Most people don't have that discipline. So if, if both people go to couples therapy willing to change who they are and not place blame or look for validation then it, there's a chance it could work. But based on what I've seen, it's very, it's, it's just, you're prolonging the inevitable, but it's, I, it's, it's a 
it's a justified investment to try to fix your marriage. But again, if one of you is vested in the other one's like, well, she's the problem, not me. She's, she's got the family. She's crazy. So I don't know what the hell she's talking about. I'm just coming here to see what you say. Then it's going to fail. You're wasting each other's time. How do I manage two girlfriends secretly? <laughs> hey, Shelly, what's up? 261, what's going on? Pleasure to make your acquaintance. Uh, how do you manage two girlfriends secretly? Oh, I've never done that. I mean, I've, I was more or less upfront with him and telling him I'm not looking for anything serious. Uh, don't do it, man, because it's going to implode. It always implodes. It never, it never works out. You're just wasting your time. Just make a choice. And again, moving forward, if you're just kind of telling the world here that you aren't looking for a relationship. So when you're out there again, just be honest with women. Just say, hey, you know what? I'm not looking for anything serious. Just, I'm just looking to have fun. Go with that. That way you don't hurt anybody. Because I promise you, what goes around comes around. Yeah, and I promise you, man, you don't, don't do that. Don't do that. You're asking for trouble. Um, there's this, uh, and be careful with women, dude, because women can turn scary if you're playing with their emotions, especially if you're a good guy and, you know, you're already having a physical relationship and that's good and you play the card that you're seeing other people. You don't want to piss off a woman because how can I, how can I paint this picture? You remember that scene in the movie, in the movie Pearl where she sleeps with that projectionist and she's back in her farm showing everything around. He's like, yeah, I got to go back to the, the theater. She's like, what did I do wrong? And she just like snaps. I've been in that position, dude. I've, I've been in that position where it gets fucking scary. And she's like, what did I do wrong? Like, oh my God. Like, and I'm just kind of like walking back to the door. They can turn on you, dude. You don't know who's crazy out there. So don't be playing with people's hearts and emotions because you may be messing around with another pearl and she's going to stab you with a pitchfork. So just be careful with that, man. I'm promising you it is scary. They get the way, the way some people can just turn from a pleasant, just feminine woman to like a, what I do wrong? Like, Oh my God, I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I learned my lesson. So just be careful with who you toy with because people's emotions and hearts, man, Ugh, be careful. It can, it can be scary. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> she may not be Mrs. Wright, but she'll do right now. <laughs> oh God. Or basic instinct. Yeah, there you go. It will go better for you if you're just honest. You never know. There you go. Friends, if you never know. She might even ask for friends. Dude, seriously, that's what a like I said. Uh I was I made a promise to myself. Like I said, I wasn't a bad husband. I lied and all that stuff. So I said, I was never going to lie when I was single. So women respect. Here's a, here's a dating tip. Women respect a man who knows what he wants and who is honest. They respect that. I told everybody, I just got divorced. I was married 16 years. I'm just looking to have fun. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie to you. This is first date conversation. So I go, look, I'm not going to lie to you, lead you on. That's the last thing I want to do. But I, I am just looking to have a good time. I don't know what's fun. You know, I haven't been out here in the world in over 20 years. You know, and we, we can be friends. You know, I'm open to the idea of something happening. But I'm promising you that that's not what I'm looking for right now. And a lot of them were cool with friends with benefits. And then before you know it, you have a harem, a stable, or you know, a bench, whatever the term is nowadays, 
of just women who just know you're not emotionally available, but they want to have fun with you. Just be honest. Be, that way you don't hurt anybody's feelings. Be 100% honest. A lot of them are down for friends with benefits. Just ask. Uh, new wave man. Hey, Rudy, happy new year. Heard you, uh, have you heard about or experienced any marriages or relationships that recover from infidelity? Yeah. Uh, quite a few. Yeah. It takes time. Like I said, it takes time. It takes time. It takes years to heal. And it, like I said, it is always going to be those milestone moments or triggers that bring the, the topic up. Like, goddamn, for example, like for my situation, I, 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 I it happened in 2008. We got divorced 2016. So eight years later, but it, it had, we had healed from it three years after the facts. So the reason we divorced wasn't because of that event. But my God, you, you will always be uncomfortable. Like you're watching a movie and then the movie's about a husband cheating on his wife. And it's like, oh God, now the room is the, the pink elephants in the other end of the room. Just like with a drink, like, yeah, you created this bullshit. Welcome back. So it's like in every song about cheating or show, anytime the topic of cheating comes up, it's like, oh, and you got to own it. You got to own it. So it can take time. It can take time. My ex-wife forgave me. So it takes time. You just got to prove to them. Uh, are you saying yes to the friends of benefits or yes to what I just said? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it can happen, man. But like I said, uh, most people, most marriages who choose to stay together after infidelity has happened. Most of the time, they tend to not say anything. They, they, they're embarrassed. Because like I said, imagine if you saw, uh, if your friend said, yeah, you know, uh, chastity whatever her name is uh i don't know i'm coming to chastity whatever alexandria she cheated on me yeah dude she cheated on me with the, this one guy but you know what this happened last year i'm, I'm gonna forgive her we're gonna stay what would you, how would you see your friend would you think less of him think about if you saw that video on tiktok of this one guy with his wife they're walking down the beach and you know she cheated on me but i kept her because i love her think about the comments what they would say, beta, simp, all these, all these things. So most people who choose to um, stay together, they, they usually keep it quiet because of the ridicule. So yeah, there you go. To what you said, sir. Oh, okay. There you go. Sir makes me feel old, but I am old. Yeah. Just be honest with women, dude. There you go. But what else do we have here? Basic instinct. Yeah. You don't want to get killed with a, the ice, ice pick. Uh, new wave man. Yeah. There probably isn't a lot of sympathy for a man who's a victim of an affair, especially if he gets, if he gets out of hand. Yeah. Which is sad because again, from the outside looking in, it's easy to judge. But again, this man's probably putting his kids first. He's probably thinking about the family, this whole life, the life they've built is not worth it for this one thing. I'm going to stay and work it out for my kids because their happiness means more to me. So maybe he's doing it for them. It's usually a selfless reason, man. Didn't get married again. Uh, I'm engaged. Oh, not married as of yet. No men think that way. Uh, I don't know. I can't paint a broad brush over an entire gender and say that that's an absolute and only Sith deals in absolutes. My ex invited me to have dinner with him this weekend. I agreed to go. 
Why? They're exes for a reason, you warrior. Men move selfish always. Well, no, that's not true. Not all men are like that. Now, look, if you've been following me long enough, you know I'm not going to be that guy who says all women ain't worth a damn or all men ain't worth a damn. I don't paint broad strokes over genders, okay? Now, it doesn't work that way. There's just horrible people out there. He said he has something to say. He wants to hook up with you. Come on. Come on. <sighs> he just wants to hook up with you. You know that too. Uh, and you, you know that too in the back of your mind and that's where you're going. Prove me wrong. Don't wear the sexy underwear and lingerie when you go over there. Just wear like a jogging shorts and come straight from the gym when you see him. <laughs> come on, L ladies. Okay. Let me be clear from a guy's perspective. I, again, I have no reason to lie to you. If an ex reaches out to you and says he has something to tell you, his plan is to sleep with you. And maybe you're down for it. Maybe that's what you, you want to do that too. Cause you miss him. But that's the plan. If he wanted to say something, he could have said it via text, a video chat. He wants you physically in the room so he can have his way with you. Come on. Oh. Going back to the X is like reading a book you've read more than. <laughs> You're not sleeping with him. I already have another man. So are you going if you have a new man? Come on. Are you, if you have a new man, why are you even entertaining the idea and asking or bringing it up here? I think you're still intrigued and want to maybe just go to hear what he has to say. But come on. Why go? If you're if you if you're happy, if you're happy, did you tell your man? I hope you did because he deserves to know because that's a big deal. This person is trying to get you alone to tell you something. Bullshit. He's trying to sleep with you. I have look, I'm the, I'm the guy friend at work who's been through some shit and is telling you what you need to hear. Don't go block the dude. He's next block him. Let him go and be happy with your man. Because I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen. And every woman in this chat probably agrees with me. You see, they're telling you the same. Don't go. Don't go. Oh, my God. He said he's sick. Oh, Jesus. Is he playing the cancer card? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, God. I knew a guy who played that one card one time. He goes, ever since we broke up, you know, I've been, I've, I've been sick. My stomach's, there's something wrong with my stomach. I went to the doctor and I, I think there's something wrong and I, I need to talk to you. <laughs> he was lying. Come on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If, if, if something that important is happening and let's say he's truly sick, then I would tell your man, look, my ex, we were together this long he says he's sick and he's got something to tell me. Uh, he, he's inviting me to go to his place on this day, but I am not going 
unless you come, I want you to come with me because this is important. Maybe it's closure he needs. And I, I owe him that, but I want you to come with me. If it's that important, then bring your ex. I mean, bring your man, bring your man to the situation. If it, let's again, let's kind of put my, ourselves in this other guy's shoes. Let's say you really were sick and dying and you wanted to say goodbye to, you, to people, right? And your exes were on the list. Okay, that's warranted. And I can see that in a, in a bad movie. But again, you shouldn't be alone with him. Bring your man. Bring your dude. Don't be alone with him. <laughs> again, the ladies are over here saying like, bye, good luck and all that. You know, this one woman asks, ask her, are you tempted to cheat at all? Yes, of course. The idea, because most times think about it when relationships end, everybody, most of the time we don't have closure unless it's a mature relationship, right? But most of the times we don't have closure. Most of the times we're thinking about the what ifs and could haves and should haves. And that lingers with you for some time, especially when you're young and don't know how to handle that. But no, the, he's manipulating the situation. I promise you he's sleeping with you. And again, like I said, if you go, Go like when you're on your period or something. Go like when you know you can't do anything. <laughs> go after the gym and don't even wear makeup. Just go like all like and just like horrible. Hell, maybe that may not be enough. Just don't go. Go with your go with your man. Go with your man. I get that. I, there's, I don't have closure in many, you know, partnerships, relationships that I've had. I get that. You know, it's, it's part of life. I can deal with that, but I'm just saying that in this situation, let it go. Don't, I think she's still going to go despite what I'm saying and what everybody's telling her, this woman's still going to go see her ex and she's going to sleep with him. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. He's going to open the door smelling good. He's going to be wearing that Prada cologne that he, you, that drove you crazy and that color that you always said looked good on him. And he's going to say, <laughs> it's going to happen. And he's going to have that drink ready for you that he knows you like. Probably Fireball or some shit like that. <laughs> it's going to happen. Don't. Don't, don't, oh God, it's going to happen. Or maybe he lost weight and he like, Hey, I want to see you. It's been like six months, but like every fucking dude who's had his heart broken or after a breakup, he's going to go hit the gym and he's all built and bulky now. So when he opens the door, he's, you're going to see the new him. Oh, you're muscular. Now you've lost 20 pounds. Uh, trust me. I play, I've seen it. I know how we think. He just wants to fuck you. <laughs> he just wants to hook up one last time. And it's also a power play. I've had female exes and I've, and I think we've all had an ex man or woman who we're like in a happy relationship. Maybe we're posting photos that we're doing great and they'll reach out because they want to see if they still have that power and hold on you to get you alone at a place. It's a power play. You just said it yourself. You're happy with your man. He probably stalks you 
on IG and watches your stories or created a fake account. So he sees that you're happy and doing good. So now he just wants to reintroduce himself in your equation. And the fact that you're playing ball with him right now and allowing that conversation to happen shows that he still has a hold on you. And if you go to his place, he won. And you should just leave your man. Because you don't respect him. Tell me I'm wrong. And again, I'm a guy. I got no, I got no reason to lie to you. This is how we think, especially if we still want to hook up with that one ex who was great at doing that one thing or had a great ass. That's how we think. Like, how can I get her back? Yeah, you know what? I'll lift weights. You know, I'll look. She, maybe she always liked arms. I'm going to really just blast my arms for months. So when I, when I, when we see and she sees me, she's going to be, oh, you've changed. That's how it works. Come on. I hope I'm wrong, but I know I'm not. I've been proven right too many damn times on this app. We're meeting at a restaurant. So what? That could be the one meeting. Let's say, let's, okay, he's probably playing the long game. You meet at the restaurant. It goes well, but he's changed. He's different. He's charming. He's fun. He's the best side of himself. You're still going to be texting him. You're still going to be messaging him. And then eventually you're going to be alone with him. It's the inception. It's the, it's the genesis of a bad decision. Trust me, I've made plenty of them. You're entertaining the idea. And I promise you, whatever negative consequences happen because of your decision, this is on you. You had a choice to go left, but you chose to go right. This is all on you. All on you. See, it's funny. People choose their destiny. People all, we're all choices, people. We, we all have the choice to do this or that. But the unknown, that temptation will always triumph, triumph over rational thinking. Always. Oh, thank you for the sunglasses. I didn't even see the animation. What's there to even talk about, right? I, I don't get it. He's probably like, yeah, man, I've been sick. I've been so angry and... Doctor says, or I got a condition. I'm going to start therapy soon. It's fucking lying. He's going to get in those pants is what he wants. And Dahlia, I hope I'm wrong, but I know I'm right. <laughs> Everyone's saying she's still going to go. I know she's going to go. She's made up her mind. She wanted probably one of us to validate her decision. Like, yeah, you go. I'm curious what he has to say. He just wants to get in the panties. That's all. We're together five years. Oh my God. Yep. There's, uh, do, do people still say smashing? They're going to be smashing soon. Yep. It is what it is. <laughs> oh my God. This is so funny. Uh, okay. It's is ego game. Uh, proves himself that he can still yes it is it's a power play man like yeah she was happy with that one dude and they, he took her to this and that and you know i she's still thinking about me and she still has me on her mind i just text her and she was willing to come meet me that is a power play man that's an ego move and if she, the, again the fact that she's entertaining it shows that he already won 
most women would say, what the fuck do you want? Like, uh, I need to talk to you. Like, well, you can talk to me now. You can send the message now. If you're not going to say it, I'm not going to meet you alone. Hell no. I'm with somebody. I love who I am. I love who I'm with. I'm not going to be alone with you. You kidding? No. No. Most women who are in a happy relationship would say that. And most women who are thinking of the past, you know what? She was probably with this guy five years and started dating this guy very soon because she didn't truthfully get over him. So she jumped into this relationship to maybe use him as a distraction to get over the guy. And that's where we're at. Or I could be wrong. I could be dead wrong. And they're, they're laughing. What did you say, Andy? This is like talking to a brick wall. <laughs> I agree. Oh, my God. It is like talking to a brick wall. Thank you for the follows, everybody. Most women who love themselves wouldn't entertain the idea. Ooh, that's a good point. That's valid. I had an ex I dated for five years that needed closure, but he turned out to be gay. Oh, wow. That's, I'm, I'm sure that happens, but uh, yeah, okay. I, I can believe that. I do not need this before bedtime. <laughs> Speaking of bedtime, what time is it? 1030? It's going to be 1030. Yeah, uh, I think I'll, I'll go ahead and end this live here. Hold on. At least you know something good came out of it. Okay. Uh, no, this, this woman, new warrior, is not listening to me. She's going to meet her ex and he's going to smash. If not at the restaurant, it's going to be the next week or the next time they meet because I promise you guys, we think that way. If we want to get in them panties one more time, because you did that one thing that drove us crazy and we're still thinking about it months later, we are going to play the game. We are going to look, smell, and just win you over on that meeting to, to supplant the idea. Because if it ain't happening today, it'll happen soon. The fact that she responded shows that I'm already got my foot in the door. No, this that's not the last time. You, you warrior, come on. It's not the last time. <laughs> it's not the last time. <laughs> Oh my God, you're playing with fire there. Uh, anyway, everybody, TikTok, hold on. Don't drop now. But everybody here on Facebook and on YouTube, thank you for watching. If you, ha if you haven't done so already, I didn't get any Super Chats this entire live. So again, uh, Super Chats are always appreciated. Stars on Facebook are definitely appreciated. It all goes to the overhead of the show. And again, anything you contribute will contribute to the success of Rude Advice and my long-term plans for this year, 2024. So again, if you like the content, you value it, consider at least subscribing. That would mean a lot to me that shows that you um, value what I do and all the hard work I put into this thing. So again, do that for me. But again, thank you for watching. Please subscribe, do all the other stuff and I will see you next time. All right. Later. Bye-bye.